Welcome to First Word, coming to you from beautiful Linwood, Minnesota. Pastor Dave here. First Word is a podcast dedicated to reading and discussing the Bible. The Bible is a book you can pick up for the first time and find life-changing truth. It's a book you can study for the rest of your life and never exhaust its complexities. So at First Word, whether it's your first time or your thousandth time, we strive to make the Bible understandable and interesting as we seek to discover what it says. So let's dive in this morning. Mark chapter 4. This is kind of the the climax. Mark has been building up to this about all these words of, of secrecy and do you have ears to hear. And this is kind of a parable about all the other parables. Mark 1, Mark 4 verse, uh, verse 1. Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables, and in his teaching he said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times. Then Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the twelve and others around him asked him about the parables. He told them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside everything is said in parables, so that they may be ever seeing but never perceiving, and ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise they might turn and be forgiven. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seed sown on rocky places, hear the word, and at once they receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word, But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times what was sown. He said to them, Do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed? Instead, don't you put it on its stand? For whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed, and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. Consider carefully what you hear, he continued. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and even more. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. 
All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. And as soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. Again, he said, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. With many similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as much as they could understand. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything. The word of the Lord. All right, so a big chunk of scripture today. We're not going to discuss all of it, but uh, we're going to be in this chapter for a few days here. Mark talks a lot. Uh, Mark has not has talked a lot about Jesus teaching, but he hasn't said anything about the content of Jesus's teaching. If you read the first three uh, chapters, you remember there's lots of stories about Jesus teaching, but nothing about what Jesus actually taught. And this is the first time. This, people argue, is the teaching to understand all the other parables. And for Mark, the parables both reveal and conceal. And it's an interesting question. Why do the parables conceal? This verse. They might be ever seeing but never perceiving, and ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they might turn and be forgiven. It's almost like Jesus doesn't want them to turn and be forgiven. Interesting. Tomorrow, we'll discuss that. But all along, there's this divine secret, and Jesus is pushing into this, are you curious? There's a mystery going on. There's something happening. Do you want to find it out? It's like these clues. I don't know if you like the, the game Wheel of Fortune. It's on at 6.30 every night. We watch it when we're home a lot of nights. And it's, you know, you get a few letters, an H, an R, an S. You buy a vowel and you're like, what is this word? And there's this curiosity that builds until the first person that solves it. And they feel like king of the world for a few seconds. But it's this idea of Jesus dropping clues and, and hints. Are you curious to investigate and discover? In Mark, uh, Mark 4, verse 3, I'll pull it up here for you. It's, Jesus starts his teaching this way. Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. Now, in our Christian ch- churches, a lot of us will pray the Lord's Prayer every week. We do uh, at Linwood, and a lot of folks will pray it every day, and that's a good practice. For the Jewish people, they would pray the Shema every day. It's Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 and 5. Deuteronomy 6, 4 and 5. And they would pray this every day. And it starts out this way. Listen, Israel, the Lord your God is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your being, and all your might. Listen. When Jesus said listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. We don't know this for sure. But if you prayed that prayer every day and it started out with the word listen, you would you would think of the Shema. In the Hebrew word there that's listen, it replies to an active response. Go and do this. Obey this. Go and, go and love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your being and all your might. So then he says, uh, they went out to sow a field and the farmer scattered the seed. And then after he scattered the seed, he'd plow the field over and, and it would grow. But at the edges of the field, there would be paths and there would be uh, ground that, what, that had uh, thistle seeds in it. And, and so he, he has these, these different seeds and the different outcomes that happens to the seeds. 
Now we're going to talk about that more tomorrow and the next day because this parable Jesus actually explains. But he doesn't explain it to everyone. He explains it to his disciples. And for everybody else, they're kind of left wondering. It even said at the end of, of Mark, if I can find the verse, he, he, says, he says this, Mark 4, he did not say anything to the people without using a parable, but when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything, which seems to insinuate he didn't explain everything to the other folks. They were, they were left to discover it. And, and why? Jesus often taught in these parables and these stories that didn't have an explanation at the end. When I preach, I tell stories, and but at the end there's an explanation, then there's an application of go and do this. And at times Jesus did speak that way, like the Sermon on the Mount is a great example and other times. But what would it be like to preach and just tell stories without explanation and just try to trust everyone to go home and figure it out? Would you like that? I'm curious. I might try it sometime just to see what happens. It would be a whole different way to preach. But it is a way that Jesus preached, so we maybe should uh, do what Jesus did. But there's one parable I want to close with this that Jesus alludes to here that I think is a parable for everyone at all times. It's about God's creation, nature. Here's what it says in, uh, in Romans chapter 1, verse 20. It says, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, you see that in divine nature, who God is, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. So as you go about your day and you see nature, you see God's power in different ways, you see the winter, kind of this season of, of death and darkness and then resurrection in the spring, all these, all these things in God's creation, observe them. They're all clues. They're all clues to the secret of who God is. Mark is saying, are you a curious person? Are you looking for the mystery? Are you trying to discover? Do you have ears to hear? This we keep hearing over and over. God's revealing himself in subtle and interesting ways as you, as you go about your day. And so today, take a special attention to the nature around you and see what that tells you about the creator of this nature. Friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. Artwork is by Emily Lemon. Sound production for First Word is by Chris Stoltzman. And original music by Lonnie Leo. Mm-hmm.